listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, and welcome back to On the Couch with Carly. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that I am actually pretty well researched in. (laughs) I'm not uh, the biggest researcher. It's confession time. I'm, I'm someone who absolutely loves making meaning from experiences and anecdotal evidence through working with people. And, um, and I have, since graduating from university, really, really become much more of a lazy academic. In fact, non-existent academic. I'm not, a, I'm not an academic. But once upon a time I was when I was doing my master's and my research topic was what are the experiences, it was a qualitative study, what are the experiences of having doula support during your birth? And the reason I was interested in that was actually because um my mother's neighbor was a doula and she introduced my mom to it. And my mom did the course through Wombs. Wombs is the organization that trains doulas in Cape Town. And so I learned about it via via. And I just thought it was such an interesting female-led process. Like it, it felt really significant in the fact that it was really about women supporting women. And so that was the title of my thesis. And so I thought I would talk to you about that today because I really want to promote the work of doulas. Um, If you're pregnant currently and you're wondering, should I get a doula? What is the point of getting a doula? This is the episode for you. This is really a chance to explore the benefits um, but also the meaning of doula support for yourself and there are actually so many wonderful doulas in this country in Cape Town and in Joburg and beyond there's I think more than one organization that has like a directory of doulas so just to give you a little bit of a history in terms of doulas, doulas, a doula is, it's a, it's a Greek word as far as I know, and it means, well, it's, it's roughly translated as a woman who is attending to another woman. Um, but in many uh, contexts, a doula is also considered to be a birth coach. Um, and it's actually an ancient role, I think, since women have been giving birth, which is since forever, There have been other women attending to that woman, sitting by her side throughout the process of labor and beyond. And and that is an ancient role that women have always supported women during this incredibly powerful and transformative experience of becoming a mother or birthing a child. And... um, what happened was is that over time um, there has been an increase in the medicalization of birth. So birth 
was taken away from the home where women in the community were attending to women giving birth and was moved to hospital and clinic, clinical settings where because in those days you could only be a doctor if you were a man, it obviously became something that the patriarchy took control over. Now, I am very aware that the benefits of medicine are real and that there has been incredible technological advancements in medical science that have meant that, thankfully, far fewer women die during childbirth thanks to the medical profession and far few babies are dying. But there is a point at which the medicalization of birth has gone too far in the sense that we are not, I don't think we realize and I don't think we're taught and I don't think we see how natural birth is, how how the body is designed to give birth without actually any intervention. Um, and so what happens is that sometimes doctors and the medical profession interfere and intervene in birth when they don't need to. It also is the case that because midwives play less of a role, not in all countries, there's some countries that are still very much midwife-led, um, because midwives play less of a role, especially in South Africa, and doctors play more of a role, a lot of the skills that were midwifery skills have been lost. And doctors who use particular interventions to record and assess pregnant and birthing women or people, um, you know, th those procedures are what are used now and the, the others have been lost. So that's a pity as well. Um, but the doula has made a comeback, not in every context, and it's maybe not as mainstream as it could be, but certainly over the last few years, I would say maybe last 10 to 20 years, it's it's really taken on uh it's it's really come back into the into the into the fold and a and a doula is not a midwife a doula is non-medical a doula does not participate in or have a say in any of the medical um or physical um interventions that get done in a in a medical in a, in a medical level so she's not um, measuring anything to do with the baby she's not um, you know checking or doing any sort of internal examinations on the mother um, a doula's role is threefold a doula offers informational support so that means that the doula is um, is providing information before the baby is born helping the parents understand what are the possible um, experiences they might have, what are their options. Um, you talk to the parents about the different birth options, but also you can be of assistance in, in deciding what 
um, what doctors to use, what hospitals to use, what um, pain medication or pain or non-pain or non-medicated uh, pain re- relief there is, non-medic- non-medicine pain relief there is. Um, it's really a, 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 a person who has insight into the birth process and can communicate about it and give you information about it. And that's before the, the birth, but also during the birth. So a doula's role is also to sometimes translate medical jargon for the parents to explain the processes that are happening. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, you know, a lot of medical dramas, but, you know, doctors have their own jargon and they come into the room and they talk very fast and the nurses talk very fast and not everyone can understand that. And a doula will be able to translate a lot of that information into a, like a really easy to understand um, language for the parents so that they can feel informed about what the process is. And I think that's really important. Okay. Doulas also offer physical support. Um, And that is very much like when you are in labor, you are in pain, you need to move, you need to be massaged. And the doula will do those sort of things. Doulas are amazing. They bring heating packs, they bring cooling packs, they will massage you, they'll give you, they'll put aromatherapy oils on, they'll they physically comfort and 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 nurture the mother or the birthing person while they're in labor. And I think this is really important because we are mammals. We are animals and birth is an incredibly primal animal process um but even if you have an elective cesarean where you are not going through labor pains and it is far less sort of taxing on your body you can still benefit from a doula because your doula will hold your hand through the surgery your doula will get you water if you need water your doula will um put you know put your hair back when you need to have your hair put back who will stroke your forehead when you're feeling you know, anxious or sweaty or having a bad reaction to the meds or whatever, you know, there's that comfort, that kindness, that physical support that I think when you don't have it, what you are left with sometimes in, in a hospital is just, is, is, is being alone really. And, um, so it's really a a way to feel held and supported and safe and cared for during this very, very incredible process of giving birth. The third way that doulas offer support is that they advocate for the, for the, for the client's rights or needs or wants. So um, we all know about this idea of a birth plan. So if you sit with your doula you can decide, okay, these are the things that, that really matter to me. These are these are the things that I really don't want to happen. As, you know, I want to avoid as best as possible. Now, in certain situations, you don't get a choice to avoid everything. But if your doula knows that you really want to avoid an epidural, for example, or you really want to avoid a cesarean, your doula can speak on your behalf to the medical staff in that in that system because if you if you in labor you may have periods of being so overcome by pain and discomfort or just being so in the throes of it where you actually just kind of go offline which is important you should be going offline um, your doula is there to be your spokesperson to connect 
the dots sort of thing between you and the medical staff. The other really important role that a doula plays is being um, being able to work with a couple together. So very often there will be a partner in the room and the partner is not the one that's in labor and it's quite a difficult role for a partner to be there to sort of hold space, sort of stand there witnessing this incredibly powerful process but not really know what to do and the doula is amazing at enlisting the partner's help helping the partner to to know how to touch the the, you know the, the birthing person how to give the right massage to go you know instruct the partner to go get snacks or to call this person or call that person or just bring the partner in to 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 know like this is what you can do to help this is what we need you for. And I think it's really useful. It's also that the doula can can speak to the partner about what is happening so that he or she can be informed about the process and and you know is given insight into the whole the whole thing that's happening. It's like a doula is like having an experienced, it's like having it's like having a person on the on the on the on the coaching panel, you know, like Think about a sports metaphor. It's like it's like having a coach who's done like three World Cups, and this is your first ever game on the you know in an international stage, and they're there to tell you how it works, how it looks, how it's going to be, and to give that calm kind of reassurance of like I know how this goes. Don't worry, I've seen a million of these before. This is what's going to happen now, you know, and that's so reassuring and beneficial to parents. So when I was doing my research, um, because it was an academic study, I did a lot of research into the literature around doulas. Like what what scientific literature is there? And what's fascinating is that there's actually a Cochrane library of studies around doula support. What that means is that there is such a lot of evidence for the benefits of doula support that they've created their own archive where you can find all the what they call meta-analyses, which is where they take they take a bunch of studies and compare the results, so that they can create sort of like um, so that they can extract major themes around what what doula support offers. And one of the first studies they ever did, which is really fascinating, is they had women attending to women in in state hospitals. I think it was in Guatemala, if I can remember correctly, or Ecuador. And these women didn't do anything. All they did was sat by the bedside of this woman while she was in labor. And they never left her side, not once. And she didn't even say anything, touch anything, do anything. And what they found, they did a control study. They did a study with a control group. And what they found, a randomized control trial, sorry, that's that's the technical term. They found that the people who had these women attending to them, and they were literally just sitting at the bedside table. There was something like an increase in um, by like 25%. Like it was a very significant increase in what they described as positive reports from the mothers. That the that that the that the mothers who had someone in attendance afterwards when they were interviewed about their birth experience, or how did it feel for you? What was it like? 
that the majority of them were saying it felt great. We had a good experience. We enjoyed it. It was good. And the ones that didn't have Judah support didn't say that as much. So that was the first thing to, to accept was that actually this improves the quality of the experience for mothers. Then they did study after study. I'm not going to, I mean, I, I can't remember the chronology, the chronology of it all, like how, how, you know, in what order it all was established. But what they then found out over repeated trials was that they actually found that the women who received doula support needed less medical interventions. So, they actually needed less pain meds. They complained about pain less. They described their labors as less, as less painful. They, the, the, the length of labor was shortened. So they actually birthed and labored for shorter when they had support. They tore less, needed you know less stitches, all of those sort of medical variables. Um were reduced when they had someone there supporting them during the process. And I think this is so, so incredible that something like that could be measured in this way with such profound results. And then it it kind of increased to being like, you know, lowered need for epidural and other pain medication, lowered um, need for cesarean sections, shorter stay in hospital. And they even did studies that that showed that they were less um, postnatal depression in women that had doula support and higher rates of um, maternal bonding with their child. So when they looked at mothers a few months later, when they were with their babies, they measured that the mothers who had doula support felt more connected and were bonding better with their babies after having doula support. Now, those these are fantastic stats. These are These are, I mean, everyone should know about doula support, right? And actually, I've always thought the thing that's so crazy is that the the health insurance should be promoting doulas because a doula costs a few thousand rand, not a lot of money, you know. But what they are capable of is reducing thousands of rands of, of intervention that the medical aid has to pay for. So I just thought, well, why don't, it should be standard practice, right? Anyway, unfortunately, we haven't got there in this country. And COVID also set us back because we had to reduce the amount of people that were allowed in the, in the labor wards. So, but there are lots of public hospitals, particularly in Cape Town, where you get volunteer um, doulas. And so doula support is something that is that is um, becoming much more well-known and, and widely used, especially in Cape Town. Um, and I, I just think it's fantastic because it really speaks to the fact that we, um, we need to feel held and safe and secure during this really big moment in our lives. And one of the things that is detrimental to birth is fear. When a woman is afraid, she produces cortisol, she produces um, uh, adrenaline, and these processes are actually um, like they retard the process of birth because the other uh, hormone that's required in order to for, for labor to progress is oxytocin. Oxytocin is the most fantastic drug. <laughs> I call it a drug, but it's a neurotransmitter in our brain that exists. We produce it ourselves. But it is mostly produced in moments of 
bonding and closeness. So when you hug someone, you produce oxytocin. When you have sex, when you have an orgasm, those are moments of, of increased oxytocin. By the way, women produce more oxytocin in sex than men, which is why women tend to be more cuddly and and loved up after sex than men. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, but we also produce it in huge amounts during labor. And it is responsible for how the whole system of labor starts with the, in terms of the contractions. And then later, it's also responsible for um, your your letdown reflex when you breastfeed. It's a fascinating hormone that is it's the bonding hormone. It really, in, in, it, it loves you up. It makes you super loved up. Um, and it's in, and it's very involved in, in birth. But if you have high levels of cortisol and adrenaline, you cannot produce the same amounts of oxytocin. It's like a, it's like a, a you know, like a, the other end of the, of the, of the spectrum. So that's unfortunate. Um, but what that means is that what we really want for our births is to feel safe and comfortable. We want to feel like we are held in an environment that is safe and secure, that we will not be um, hurt, that we will not be, that our privacy will not be um, invaded, that we will be able to do our thing by ourselves with the support of, of people around us and with there being no risk or threat around us. So that's why doulas are so fantastic is that they offer support, they offer presence, they offer availability, they, they are there to make you feel safe and secure and held and those that's what you need in order to feel in order to get into the zone of having a baby. And as I said, even if you have an elective cesarean, that that oxytocin is still needed. It's still required. We still have to, um, you know, go through breastfeeding afterwards. And so I do believe that even if you have an elective cesarean, having a doula is helpful. Some other things that doulas do in the sort of co like modern context is you know they'll put music on they'll you, they'll turn the lights down low they'll um bring you the drinks and food that you want they'll um they'll coach you through the process they'll help you with your breathing they'll they'll help you get through co contractions it's a it's a real um it's a real practical service as well. And then, most importantly, they also offer postnatal support. Now, not all doulas do. Birth doulas generally only come to, to see you maybe once or twice after baby's born. But you do also get people who um, specialize as postpartum doulas. And that's becoming more and more common these days as well, which is, which is fabulous. Because birth is not the only and most important thing that we're going to do here. Once we've given birth, which could be, you know, one day of our lives, we are then going to have a baby. And our baby is going to be with us forever. And the postpartum period is an incredibly vulnerable time where we have gone through the process of pregnancy and birth. Our bodies are actually adjusting to a range of physiological experiences. And we have to look after a baby. And so there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of 
adjusting. There's a lot of identity identity transformation. And a doula can also be supportive during those early stages. So they come to your house, they help you with breastfeeding, they help you to think about what you might need or assist you in actually doing things for you. And in many countries, doulas come and they'll clean your house for you. They'll wash your, they'll wash your, the baby's clothes. They'll, you know, make you a cup of tea and some breakfast. You know, they, they actually offer real support. Um, but most importantly, they're there to listen and to, and to think about you because when, um, when you're in the hospital, but also after your baby is born, the focus is often on the baby. Is the baby okay? What's the baby's heart rate? What's the baby's weight gain? You know, is the baby drinking? How many dirty nappies has the baby got? You know, all those measures to see if the baby's growing nicely. And the doula is all about supporting the mother or the birthing person. The doula comes in and is, and their priority is, how do you feel? How are you doing? What do you need? And that would continue into the postpartum period. And I think that in itself is so important. Um, that is really one of the greatest gifts that you can get as a, as a, as a person who is giving birth. Um, so I really, really want you to consider using a doula. Um, Wombs is the organization in Cape Town. There are other, there are other organizations like Mama Bamba that have doulas, but you can really just Google it and find one in your area. I recommend doing the same thing I would recommend for getting a therapist. It's like, you know, do your research and look at websites and see who you get a good feel from, but then interview a few people and work out who resonates with you. Um, you know, you obviously have to work out that they're going to be available around your birth, but, um, it's important for you to feel connected and 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 safe and comfortable with this person um so i yeah that's that's my little um soapbox moment about doulas i hope you've enjoyed this and if you have any follow-up questions please drop me a message and we can continue the conversation you can email me info at on the couch with carly carly at on the couch with carly or you can um send me a, a message over instagram i might not read it after next week because I'm going on maternity leave and I'm dropping off Instagram but let's see <laughs> thanks for tuning in bye